0: Well, good morning. Welcome back to the morning kick. This is Andrew Pitchford for Excite Media. And this morning we've got an expert in brand strategy to come and assist you. So I'd like to welcome to the Morning Kick Neva Reed, who's coming to us from where? New South Wales. That's terrible. Uh So we've Uh finally got a state of origin game happening here on the Morning Kick. Neva, welcome (laughs) to the program.
1: And we're winning. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I
0: didn't want to bring that up, but okay, if you're gonna make an argument out of it. (laughs) Neva. You're connected to um, Ali in our office, and if anybody has dealt with Ali at Excite Media, you are in good hands, been looked after in terms of the digital marketing and, and client engagement that we do there. But Neva, you've come to us to give us some advice on brand strategy, and we're going to have a look at your website shortly. But just for those that don't really kind of get where brand is, what is a brand? Where does a brand come from?
1: That's a good question, Andrew. Um, look, brand is, um, many people perceive brand as being the visual aspects of a business So. For example, the logo, um, the website, the colors, the look and feel, the color palette. But I think where I come from is that brand needs to go a little bit deeper. It's the emotional experience. It's what people actually experience with your brand. What do they feel when they think about your business? And so what I tend to do with um, business leaders and you know SMEs is walk them through what their values are, Um, what do they stand for, what's their positioning, Um, what do they actually want to transform in the world around them through their products and their offering. So I guess um, branding is really looking at a culmination of everything. How does it all come together and leave you with an emotional experience? Because at the end of the day, whatever we do is emotional, you know, when we buy from Apple. It's about the emotional connection to an excellent product. We love the product. It works well for us. It makes us feel good. So at the end of the day, I really push for that emotional connection in branding. And I think that's where um, we look at where the world is going at the moment is there's more of an emotive. People want to touch and feel and sense and, and get a feeling of, you know, is this a good for me? So that's where I guess branding comes from.
0: It's interesting, Eva, when I'm talking to people about building websites, I often talk about having trust factors in the Mm -hmm. website. And isn't it interesting how strongly aligned the word trust is with the word emotion, that gut feel that we can rely on. And if we don't get that from the brand, we're not going to buy, are we?
1: That's correct. And I think that's why also the wording, what you say, um, how you present yourself, the colors you use, it all has to come together to create that sense of this is a company that I can trust to part with my money or part with my, you know, with my hard-earned cash to actually trust what they have to offer. And so I work with um, a lot of brands around the world just really on what do they actually value as a business and what do they actually want people to be left with at the end of the day. It's not so much a phone, you know, your iPhone. It is the feeling that I am connected. I am in touch with the rest of the world. I have the latest technology, so it empowers me as a consumer. So if your product is empowering people, it's taking them on on that journey, and a brand um, strategy is what helps you take them from a product to being someone that empowers them.
0: You know, an interesting fact, we're dealing with a lot of small business owners who maybe don't have, I I suspect, do not have the marketing power of Apple, but they can still work on their brand. And something I was picking up on that you were sharing before was messaging. We can work on our positioning statement and what we represent to the public, can't we?
1: Yeah, I, I do very simple brand strategies uh, for SMEs where I walk them through, you know, half a day of just sitting down and working through what is their value, what is their positioning, what are their key messages, um, and what is their tone of voice, how do they want to be perceived in market. And by the end of, you know, that half day, they come up with a very strong sense of how they want to transform the world around them. Um, and I say that in order to be a disruptive brand in this space right now, in order to make a difference, you really need to know and understand who you are and what you stand for. And that's what a brand strategy can give you.
0: Well, there's some good advice from Neva just in terms of every small business. Maybe you've had a logo done and when the logo was created, the graphic designer gave you what we call a brand guidelines Mm -hmm. document. Now, that's a really great piece of material and anchor point for your business as to how to use your logo. But you can go the next step with somebody like Neva, go through a brand strategy process Mm. and actually know how your voice and your messaging goes through all parts of your business. Neva, something else I wanted to talk about was how we look at branding moving forward from COVID-19. So 2020 has been a pretty impacting year already. For Australia, it's been everything from natural disasters with bushfires and things. But now we're dealing with the impact both socially, health wise, mental health, financially. What effect is it going to have on business and brands?
1: I think the wise, wise business leaders are going to use this time to stop and really think about how they want to position themselves moving forward because the I guess the audience is changing. The audience's needs and their desires are changing to be more, they want more of an authentic touch. They want more of um, the real, you know, the the flash and the marketing and the Instagram of the past is, you know, I think it is of the past. I think what people are looking for now is connection. They want mental security. They want food security. Um, they want um, companies that are reliable. Um, and I think this is where brands can really step in with transformative and disruptive thinking around how can we actually give people what they need right now, which is a sense of reliability and a strong foundation that they can really rest on. So what I've really um look, what I'm really thinking that brands need to do is they need to be a bit more smarter and a bit more agile, but also a bit more wise. The needs, and wisdom is really acting on knowledge, but also having a sense of real compassion for your audience. Um, I think there's been a sense that we've been pushing out messaging or pushing out products, but now I think business leaders are being called to be a little bit more wise, a little bit more compassionate, but a bit more empathetic. How do we meet the needs of audiences? How do we take care of the little person? Because for a long time it's been, let's think about profits and money, but I think also as important as that is, we also need to think think about how are we actually going to solve the big problems the world is facing right now. And so in whatever capacity, no matter how small brand you are, I think that's where the disruptive thinking is going to come in is how can I actually help transform the world moving ahead with ideas and products and services that actually help people.
0: Let's let's take that on board because sometimes authenticity is powerful, mm. and sometimes it appears weak. Mm. Um, is there a way of getting the balance right so that I can I can be accessible, truthful, transparent, and at the same time, people trust the brand still?
1: I think authenticity is a, again a word that's been overused in many ways, but I I really think that when you are honest about what you stand for again this is again why brand strategy is so important when the business owners understand that this is what they love and this is what they're passionate about when you express or when you meet someone who's passionate and they speak from their heart you're actually able to believe them and you're actually able to go yep this is something I can trust this is something that I can get behind and I think where authenticity goes wrong is when people try to fake it. (laughs) <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's almost like an oxymoron there, but I think there's a lot of brands saying, oh, we're very authentic, or we're authentically caring, yet they don't actually take care of their customers when it comes to their everyday um, re- requirements. You know, So if someone's calling them and they need um, a solution to an answer, You know, they're not actually giving them those answers. So I'm saying, I think what I'm saying is brands need to have that sense of authenticity all the way from leadership, all through the way to customer service, from a website, all the way through to your marketing. So it needs to filter into every aspect of your business. And you need to be actually so committed to it that you're um, sitting down as a company, maybe on a monthly basis to ask yourselves, are we living true to our brand values? And I think that's where that's very important. Yeah.
0: so often we think that we as the business owner or the person that's in charge of marketing we own the brand we live the brand we're passionate about the brand but what about your frontline people and that's not just salespeople; it's down Mm -hmm. to the person answering the phone reception anybody in customer service who is engaging with a client everybody represents your brand and as you said earlier that emotional connection comes out of the people we touch doesn't it
1: that's right so i think involving the company the entire company in that sense of a search for the truth or for your brand truth is so powerful and you can tell when companies believe it and you can tell when they don't so it's uh, you can't fake it basically
0: what are some of the things that a small business owner may look at to basically assess whether their brand needs whether it's a makeover a rejuvenation or just um, hints that really the company doesn't get it at the moment
1: i think one of the first ones is um again, look at your team and ask them, is our website working for us? Is our messaging working for us? I think the first answers always come from close to home. Your team is always telling you what you need to, but you're, you know, the important thing about business leaders, they need to listen. Listen to what your team is telling you. Do some customer surveys, you know, talk to some of your key customers and say, are you getting from us a sense that we have a strong brand presence or positioning? Um, if that, you know, once you've done those kind of probably easy routes, then come to a brand strategist. And, that, you know, like myself, I do lots of brand analysis where I sit down and I look at the brand from top to tail. I look at everything from logo through to their website, their messaging, their positioning. Is it actually resonating with their audience? Um, and then once you've done an analysis like that, then you know where you stand. Um, do we need a rebrand? But I think also, when it comes to rebranding, it's also understanding was where is the market going. Is having a real sit down with your team and going, how do we actually plan for the future? Um, and I think a lot of companies will. I really do um, uh, recommend that they sit down at least once, you know, a month again, and just have a vision, you know setting uh, session, we talk about, are we meeting our targets, but are we also setting a vision that people want to follow? So I think many companies are very lost in the profit of, you know, this quarter or the next quarter. And we understand that's important, but also it's very important to look at where's the future taking us? What are our five-year visions looking like? What is our 10-year vision looking like? And that future, that ability to look forward and future-proof you for anything that'll happen in the future.
0: It's very good advice, and I think some advice that I had when I was working in a radio station years ago, they said, talk to your receptionist and find out what questions and problems they're having to solve over the phone, because it's likely that your website doesn't have that information, and that's why Mm. they phoned in the first place. And I guess if we talk to our team and find out whether it's the sales team, do we have to keep explaining who we are? When we're talking to customer service, do we have to explain our procedures? Do we have to explain our policy? Mm -hmm. If people don't have a sense of who we are already by being in touch with our brand and we're constantly having to explain ourselves, then the brand isn't doing its job properly. Correct.
1: That's absolutely, you've you've hit the nail on the head. And I think that having that constant review and not being shy to do it every six months or whatever it takes will really be an investment into the future of, of your company. Um, And it also just brings out issues or, you know, situations that you need to be addressing or even gives you ideas for new products or new services. So I think having a brand review every couple of months is highly recommended.
0: Keep the ship on track. I like that. (laughs) Neva, if people want to get hold of you and get some analysis of their own brand or look for some guidance, now you've got two websites that you've given us. Tell us first of all about Brand Ninja and exactly what we can find there.
1: So brand ninja is basically my more of my consulting um, side of things. So this is where I just really put forward my portfolio. These are the you know the clients that I've worked with. But I also give my methodology, where I talk about how how you can actually create a memorable and beautiful brand. Um, I do have a three step process. Um, usually it starts with uh, you know brand analysis. Then I look at brand development, and then finally um, I put together a marketing strategy. So it's a a three-step process and so i i go into what my services are i also have a little bit of a showcase just uh, some of the brands i've been very uh, fortunate to work with um and also some bit of inspiration so yeah
0: and if we go over to the other website which is the artful brand let's make sure we've got that there as well so the artful brand now this is an opportunity for people to engage with you as well tell us about what we'll find here
1: so what I've done is I've created a an online platform um, that basically, if you don't have the resources to book a full brand strategist, or you know you don't have the budget for full brand strategist, the Artful Brand is a space where you can um, basically learn about what it is to be a great brand, to be a disruptive brand. Um, you can also then um, log into what I call my premium membership. Club, which is called Ambassador. Um, And this for $19 every month, you can get full access to what it takes to build a brand from scratch. Um, And what I do have on it is I start off with looking at the leader, the brand leader, who's usually the CEO or the founder of the business, and how we can actually change their thinking to actually present them as a disruptive and transformative leader. And then we look at how that actually flows into the brand. And then finally, I look at how that um, goes into your reputation management and um, legacy. And legacy is a very big aspect that's coming up. Um, And a lot of brand thinkers and strategists are really starting to talk about what legacy is. Legacy is the ability to have a business that leaves a long-term positive impact on the planet. And how do you build a brand that does that? So, I have what I call legacy insights. They talk about building that long term, transformative, changing um, mindset kind of brand. And if you look at brands like, again, Apple, if you look at Google, if you look at, you know, um, uh, very interesting one called Just Eggs which is just basically they've transformed the whole idea of eating eggs and dairy um, and you know really made a huge impact and you look at Impossible Meats who have really changed the whole aspect of people eating um, uh, you know vegan uh, meat (laughs) and they've just done it with fantastic branding and so I kind of look at examples like that and sort of call them out and call out what are the steps they've taken to change the world around them with a fantastic and disruptive offering and how can you as a small business owner do it yourself? And it's all very affordable and, you know, very value, you know, it's full packed of value.
0: You know if you're a small business owner looking at how do i review my brand now right now neva's offer is a great one and it's local to here in australia uh, often we go off to the us trying to find resources and we have something right here at home so i'd encourage you to have a look at the r4 brand and get in touch with Neva for some advice Eva, thanks very much for being on The Morning Kick, giving us your insights, a um, lot of experience to draw on, and we appreciate how you're looking forward to beyond COVID-19. Yes. I hope that some of our um, guests here will going to be in touch with you as well. Thanks so much.
1: Excellent. Thank you so much, Andrew. It's been a pleasure.
0: Well, wasn't that brilliant? Neva has a lot of experience to draw on and is able to give us some insights that we needed there in terms of assessing our brand. So make sure that you do check out both of her websites, the thebrandninja.pro and we've got artfulbrand.com, and we'll make sure those links are in both the YouTube and Facebook videos. Thanks very much if you're watching the replay of the show, it's been good to have you along. Tomorrow, we are actually quite excited about having Julian Mathers on the show talking about how to make video from your smartphone. Julian comes from an incredible background of national and international work and in media, being a cameraman. But now he's teaching people how to pick up their phone and make content, and he'll be on the morning kick tomorrow. Uh, finally, just a, a closing thought in terms of where you can go, and that's to remember about following up on the Thrival Pack. There's so many downloads. People are grabbing hold of it, using it as a way of assessing where they're at. So this free Google Doc is something you can get by going to Excite Media dot com dot au slash thrive and by going there you're going to have the opportunity to be able to download something that gives you checklists to look at your marketing it gives you ideas to look at where you're going in the future and some action plans so you can actually take the next step and if you need some assistance give us a call at excite media we'd be happy to walk you through it another episode of the morning kick i'll see you again tomorrow morning look forward to it